Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, Birdland. I'm Mark Brown. I've been covering the Orioles for more than a decade on camdenchat.com and hosting this podcast for 86 episodes and counting. It is now December the 7th, 2023. This is an unscheduled news episode of the podcast because even though I didn't actually expect it to happen, we came out of the winter meetings with Orioles news. In fact, as Mike Elias was happy to point out to reporters as he talked about his team's news, the Orioles completed the biggest free agent signing of the winter meetings by inking reliever Craig Kimbrell to a one-year contract that will guarantee him $13 million. That contract includes a club option for the 2025 season that could potentially make it a two-year deal worth $25 million. So Craig Kimbrell on the Orioles. It is a weird thing just to say that. It is not every year that a player with his kind of career performance joins the team. He's even been mentioned in some of the news articles reacting to the signing, including on fan graphs as a potential future Hall of Fame guy. So I don't know what you're going back to uh, like Jim Tomei getting acquired in the middle of the 2012 season as the last time the Orioles had like a, a definite future Hall of Famer around on the team, unless I'm really stupidly forgetting someone. But yeah, I mean, like Kimbrell, his 417 career saves put him eighth on the career list for saves, and he's got a pretty good chance of ending up within the top five by the end of next season as he needs just 21 more saves to pass all of Billy Wagner, John Franco, and Francisco Rodriguez. And speaking of the Hall of Fame, Wagner could be in the Hall of Fame himself uh, next summer. Of course, uh, you know, it would have been a much more interesting acquisition if it happened in like 2016 when Kimbrell 
was at his peak as an elite reliever. He is a few years removed from that now, but still it is, again, it's just, it's not all the time that somebody with that sort of career pedigree uh, comes along. You know, think about the last few uh, veteran signings who've come along for the Orioles. Pitchers, you know, starting pitchers, Jordan Lyles, really literally a negative career wins above replacement when the Orioles signed him. Kyle Gibson, a bit better, but still, again, a below-average pitcher in 2022, and he also was in 2023, although he did eat the innings he was supposed to, you know, position player, Adam Frazier, whatever. Um, it's it's uh, it's better, right? It's, it's a plus to have someone with literally Kimbrell's track record. Now, is he guaranteed to live up to his track record? Of course not. He's uh, experienced some interruptions since the years in his 20s where he was an elite reliever, and really things did not go well for Kimbrell for a few years running, starting in 2019, When he was with the Cubs, he was pretty bad in Chicago 2019 and 2020. Uh, In 2021, he finally had a few good months with the Cubs, then got traded from the north side to the south side of Chicago. And then he was pretty bad for the White Sox for the remainder of the 2021 season. So I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like Chicago hot dogs. Maybe he doesn't like the deep dish pizza. I don't know. But he's bounced back a bit in his mid-30s, first with the Los Angeles Dodgers last year, now the Phillies this year. Though, again, even this bounce back only came so far. In 2022, he finished the season with a 3.75 ERA. That's basically like Mike Bauman's 2023 season. And the Dodgers opted to not even have Kimbrell on their postseason roster, even though his second half of the season was actually a lot better than his first half. So it's not like he faded down the stretch and they left him off, like, say, what happened to Shintaro Fujinami with the Orioles this year. No, the Dodgers just decided, you know what, we've got better options. And so Kimbrell, uh, he didn't end up pitching for the Dodgers in 2022. And then, okay, in 2023, uh, Kimbrell was, uh, he closed out the season with a 3.26 ERA, 1.043 whip. He had a strikeout rate that was up compared to 2022, though not quite at the elite level of his career peak. And his hit and walk rates have gone down compared to 2022 again. And that's the good news. Uh, Of course, it's also true that Kimbrell was part of what ushered the Phillies out of the NLCS because he had two separate games with meltdowns late in the game. Now that was games three and four. So uh, if not for that, the Phillies might have swept the Diamondbacks, but they end up losing the series, of course, four to three. Uh, and ultimately, that was because their offense did pretty much nothing in game six and seven of the series. But as for Kimbrell, really, how much uh, his improvement in regular season results is durable will probably go a long way towards determining whether or not this signing is a success. Kimbrell was able to get about a half run shaved off of his ERA in part thanks to a 239 batting average on balls in play, which is well below his career average of 264. And his home run rate also increased substantially this year as he allowed uh, 10 home runs over a total of uh, 69 innings pitch. That is a 1.3 home runs per nine innings, which is uh, more than 50% above his career total of uh, 0.8 home runs per nine innings. So, 
I don't know, was Kimbrough lucky? Uh, we're, you know, at this point, we are all going to be anxious to find out. That said, I like the signing. I recognize there is some risk in it, but I think that Kimbrough, even the last couple of years of Kimbrough, uh, rather than his career numbers, he's much more of a known quantity than I think some of the other players who might have ended up in the Orioles' price range. And I really think he's maybe more likely to have a successful 2024 than some players who are about to get guaranteed more money over more years than Kimbrell. You know, in the last episode, uh, just earlier this week, I talked about three pitchers who are expected to come over from Japan who aren't even really at the top end of Japanese baseball. You know, they're not the, the, the super ultra elite like Yoshinobu Yamamoto or even, you know, a good starting pitcher over there like Shota Imanaga. Uh, I also talked about reliever Robert Stevenson, who's just had the first grade four-month stretch of his career, but he's going to turn 31 before next opening day, and now he's on the free agent market. So, like, what do you even expect from that guy? I I don't know. Uh, I mean, also out there, younger, is Jordan Hicks, who in 2023 had a 3.29 ERA and 3.22 FIP, a 1.355 walks, hits per innings pitched, Those numbers are frankly not that much better than Brian Baker. In fact, Brian Baker had a better whip than Jordan Hicks. Yet Hicks, uh, who is now 27, is expected to get three to four years, uh, $10 million per season as a free agent this offseason. Obviously, he's a lot younger than Kimbrell. He averages 100 miles an hour on his fastball, which is something that Kimbrell didn't even do at the peak of his elite performance a decade ago. So... Some team is going to talk itself into what they think Hicks can do for them. Maybe they'll be right. Or maybe a guy who has walked uh, about one in eight of all batters he's ever faced and barely averages more than a strikeout per inning is not actually going to be up for handling the late innings. So again, I mean, compared to those guys, I think I don't, it's not a guarantee that Kimbrell is going to be better there, but I think, you know, I can talk myself into that. Maybe you can talk yourself into that too. I will be right back after a message from a Fans First Sports Network sponsor, and then we can start to think about what an Orioles bullpen with Kimbrell in it looks like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. 
Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Okay, so go to the search engine of your choice. I am not going to name one just so I don't activate any voice devices. I've done it by accident before. And search for MLB StatCast Greg Kimbrell. There is one L in Kimbrell. There are a lot of red lines you're going to find on his percentile rankings. Red is good. We're talking 81st percentile in pitching run value. 86th in expected ERA, 95th in expected batting average, 80th in fastball velocity, 98th percentile strikeout percent. All good to amazing. There are bad ones too, of course. The bad ones show up in blue. The the worse it is, the darker blue it gets. Things like 20th percentile average exit velocity, 4th percentile hard hit percentage. So really, if there's one area of concern It's got to be that about Kimbrell. When batters did hit his pitches, they tended to hit it hard in the 2023 season. So nonetheless, even with that black mark against him, Kimbrell held batters to a 611 OPS for the season. And crucially, I think, uh, as far as installing him as the closer almost immediately, or as Elias said, he's pretty much is going to be the closer. Um, That included almost no platoon split versus lefties or righties. He was, I believe, within six points there. So that's pretty darn good. Um, And as far as the OPS overall, he was not terribly far behind the results from Yenier Cano and Danny Colomb or what they did with the 2023 Orioles in terms of OPS allowed. Those guys were at 600 and 605, respectively, though they did not avoid uh, having platoon splits to the same degree that Kimbrell did. So, I mean, I'm happy with what Cano and Cologne did this season, but I do think there's a pretty good chance that Kimbrell hits closer to his 2023 results next year in 2024 than uh, Cano and Cologne have of doing that. And again, you know, signing Kimbrell with the idea that he is the guy at the back end, that keeps those two guys more in the eighth inning rather than trying to make them handle the ninth regularly. Uh, I still think we're going to get D.L. Hall and Tyler Wells in the bullpen next year. The Orioles, they've yet to acknowledge it. They are saying uh, it's going to be determined in spring training. I guess maybe that will depend on whether the Orioles actually sign or trade for a starting pitcher who clearly upgrades the rotation. I think, you know, set up uh, Kyle Bradish, Grayson Rodriguez, uh, John Means, you know, uh, Dean Kramer, and then... Whoever they sign, really whoever the Orioles sign or trade for, I hope, is maybe going to slot in at uh, three and then push like Means to four and Kramer to five. And then, you know, as long as whoever they sign is good, that's a decent starting rotation, right? But, you know, if the Orioles sign Jordan Montgomery, which they won't, or Shota Imanaga, which they won't, that is more likely to push them out of needing to try Hull or Wells out there. Uh, If they don't sign someone on that level, then okay, maybe you're still going to want one of Halls or Wells, uh, Hall or Wells in the starting rotation. I, I don't know. I, I believe in these guys' potential in the bullpen, though, but I'm fine with giving them earlier innings initially to test their mettle. And again, it's it's not 
100% sure that one of them won't start the season as the fifth starter, uh, really depending not just on the signings, but whether there's any kind of injury that crops up or that could have already happened that we don't know about yet uh, between now and the start of spring training, which is now just a bit more than two months away. So probably also in the mix will be CNO Perez, a lefty who is more of a dedicated platoon specialist than some of the other guys in the bullpen. Uh, his OPS allowed was 169 points higher against right-handed batters than lefties. And for the season overall, considering that Perez is a specialist, he wasn't that good against lefties with a 602 OPS allowed against the side he was supposed to be better against. So also in the mix, seemingly a healthy Dylan Tate. Elias was optimistic uh, in his remarks at the winter meeting that we would see a healthy Dylan Tate in 2024. There's another guy with at least a season of late inning experience. He had a solid 2022 as a seventh and eventually eighth inning guy. You know, throw in a multi-inning reliever. It could be Cole Irvin. It could be uh, Bruce Zimmerman. That could be the bullpen, pending uh, any trades or injuries that may crop up again between now and the start of spring training. I mean, I would rather have uh, a healthy Felix Bautista than Kimbrell, but I think the Orioles' bullpen with Kimbrell could help keep the Orioles from falling off too much uh, from 2023 going into 2024. Honestly, you know, the main risk of the signing is if it doesn't work out that it takes the Orioles too long to move on into a backup plan. So again, I mean, let's hope that we don't have to end up finding out about that. I think, obviously, uh, Mike Elias at this point does deserve to get a little bit of benefit of the doubt in the moves that he makes. He has done well uh, in the last offseason, especially at fortifying a what turned out to be a, an already pretty good roster, better than I think anybody was realizing at the end of 2022. And, you know, they don't need to reinvent the wheel going into 2024, right? I just think they need to bolster one spot in the bullpen, which now they've hopefully done with Kimbrell, and one spot in the rotation, which that one's still to be determined. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening there. With that, I will wrap up this extra news episode. Don't forget, you can email camdencastpod at gmail.com if you have a question or a thought for a future episode. If you have enjoyed this show, please do subscribe on your platform of choice so you can regularly receive each new episode. And speaking of new episodes, for the offseason, they will be out every Monday. I can tell you right now I'm skipping Christmas, but we'll have two more episodes before then. So I will be back with you on the 11th to talk about something. We'll figure it out between now and then. Good Morning Birdland is a Camden Cast production on the Fans First Sports Network. This is Mark Brown, signing off.